podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Max Verstappen wins from six on the grid, beating his teammate by about a year and a half. Oscar Piastri has a great result in the sprint race and is punted by Carlos Sainz, who said he was optimistic going up on the inside, and Tommy T decides to leave us in the lurch. G'day, I'm James. Welcome to the Australian Opinion on Formula One here at the Lakeside Drive F1 podcast. In this episode, we say goodbye to Tommy T. I'm joined by my friend and yours, Thomas Jane Camp. G'day, mate. G'day, it's mate. It's not about you, Campy. Shut up. Hello. Welcome, TT. <laughs> the back other Thomas. to the podcast for the last time. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> um, no surprises if you've been listening for the last couple episodes. Where's uh, Tommy we T? We have been absent of Tommy T, but uh, it is time, mm-hmm. TT, for you to, um, to move on. Yes. It's been a long time, hasn't it? This podcast has been going since... Before COVID? Yep. Whew. Since before Drive to Survive. Yeah. A fact just we to, like to hang on to just just because <laughs> there was an influx of many, many, many podcasts and still is. Yes. Yeah, no, it is. Years. Five it's years. been a long time. In the gulag. Many laughs have been shared. Yeah. Many jokes at Campy's expense mostly. Yeah. He's still, I mean, <laughs> at least in this episode he's not using a potato, but he's still being too far away from the microphone to hear anything. Good like to see to things move, haven't changed. Like to move it closer to your face. Oh, well, Jim. Great. Uh, <laughs> now I get to do that by myself and Freya I guess to deal with that remotely. Fantastic. Person. Um, look, this is a, it's a great thing that we have done. Um, the podcast still continues, by the way, listener. We, we will continue doing these bits and pieces, Campy, myself and Freya. Um, you're not the first person to leave the podcast. I'm not, not really, I was thinking, does Munnis really count for this? Uh, <laughs> he does. We did do a motorcycle. What, happened, uh, what happened to that guy? I think he's disappeared <laughs> off the face of the planet. Uh, he's, been, he's been recalled back to Ireland. And uh, um, talking about AI earlier, <laughs> maybe he was the first maybe. Irish AI. Uh, he, was um, I- he was IRA. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> Leave that I'm, in. I'm also at the point now where I'm not editing this stuff out anymore. So um, have fun with this future campy. <laughs> you listen back to this and your wife is trying to get into some kind of position of power. Um, TT, what I thought would be really good before we talk about uh, this race and uh, your favourite track, Mm -hmm. apparently, one of three, I think. We all have three favourite tracks, don't we? That's the rules. Let's just have a little reflect, if we can, on Oz F1 into Lakeside Drive. Um, Talk us through what maybe your favourite moment was, what you've enjoyed, what you will miss the most. I feel like that first year that you and I went to... Uh, Melbourne. Mm, when he was in Texas. When he was in Texas. Mm. But at that point I was still fresh, wide-eyed and <laughs> unaware of, I guess, the frustrations yep. that we are kind of finding in Formula One. But we, I remember so vividly you and I sitting up and watching Bottas dominate mm. that whole Sunday. 2.0. He was unbelievable that day. And then I suppose you and I maybe saw that in person and then hung on to that for the next two and a half seasons, hoping that that would be (laughs) the quality of Bottas that we would then see. Yeah. And it wasn't quite to be. But No. No, I think that um, we've interviewed some incredible people Mm. and had some opportunities like to meet Italiano, Mm. legend, great guy. Laminato, great guy. Mm. Uh, Yeah, I think that's been really fun. And then... To meet Freya was great. Someone who just was, and Manus, I guess, like throw him who? in there. Token, throw him in. But 
to meet Freo is incredible. Someone who was on the other side of the world who shared the same kind of ideas about Formula One and was interested to then meet them in person was incredible. And to now have a friendship, I guess, beyond this. Mm. You wait till I play you what she's recorded for you. Uh, oh, then you no. can judge. You can judge whether or not that's <laughs> going to come. Slammed. That's going to come up later in the show. Um, no, whether you want to still be friends with her or not. It's we'll very see. good. It's very very good. Um, it's probably the most effort she's ever put into anything <laughs> to do with this podcast. Not true. Not true. Not true at all. Um, Campy. TT is departing. Yeah. It's, uh, it is the end of an era. I mean, you and I started this uh, we had two episodes in. Tommy came along and made it infinitely shit better. Clear, on the sidelines, to be clear, I? Tommy said, you guys are shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in. No, I didn't even say that. James was like, well, then help fix it, idiot. Don't just sling shit from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, it's been fun. It's been mm. a blast. Got that black eye now because we had a bit of a dust up a few weeks ago. But that's all. <laughs> uh-huh. No, no, it's good. I, not for me. I don't have specifics because we do life together a bit and mm. we sort of bump into each other two or three times a week, which is great. But just the laughter. I just mm. remember laughing, just getting in a room and just, yeah, it was all, it's, it's killer. It's yeah. Killer. COVID, think- we had a heap of fun just breaking uh-huh. rules and, yeah. you know. We originally record, we've recorded in many different locations. Yeah. It was originally James's old factory where he was working and then we were recording in your crack shack of a granny <laughs> flat at the back in Dramana. Oh, the man gave. Away. That was a mm, grow true operation COVID. if I've ever yeah. seen one. Yeah, true grim. <laughs> uh, but, yes, and now we just find random spots and throw some microphones together. Yeah, it's funny that we sort of always come back to this space. Yeah. Um, Central. Down the other end, this is great for an audio podcast, down the other end is where we – did that interview with Lamo and yeah. Italiano. Yeah. I think what's really interesting is that this podcast, and I suppose I sort of feel bad because you haven't experienced this in the same way that I have, but just coming back from this trip, the, the I spent 40 minutes with Italiano on at the British Grand Prix on the Friday mm-hmm. just talking shit yeah. and hanging out. Um, and that was all based off the interview that we did down there. Yeah. I mean, it's not anything other than, you know, me trying to, find work or anything else it's like well he decided that you and i were good blokes yeah he, uh, he asked after you how's tommy doing nice uh, i said he's abandoning us so fuck him <laughs> um, and, and he agreed he agreed he dropped you so hot so hot dropped you so quickly oh, i don't know where that Fair came enough. from uh but yeah it's been so many great things and the rebrand of the show the color scheme the merch i mean the coffee didn't end up getting across the line but all of these things have been because of you mm. and so um there will be a big TT-sized hole in this show. Um, the great thing is, listener, and I know a lot of you will, have already said that you will miss the Tommy television, Tommy T's television broadcast review. Well, we haven't done it really at all this year anyway, so there's really nothing so to miss. True. The good news is, though, uh, that will continue because it's still my favourite sting, sting of the entire show. Um, so you will continue on TT in, in the Love podcast that. no matter what happens. Um to, to come but we will come back to saying goodbye to you at the end of the show gentlemen let's focus now in on spa the belgian grand prix sprint race um absolute roller coaster of emotions for australians all uh weekend mm. long but let us start with tommy tommy i can't even say it now because i'm getting so sad and not it's a jet lag uh <laughs> television broadcast thanks mate review <laughs> Do 
Do you have anything to contribute to your own review for the last time, TT? Sick of being washed out and just looking at <laughs> looking at screens of rain running down drains and going, spa drains really well. It's actually really well, really well designed. And I'm sick of hearing facts that they're throwing together trying to fill time. I don't envy that position. That would suck as a broadcaster to have to try and fill time. Something James would probably relish and love to just talk incessantly for many, many hours filling time. <laughs> Sounds like your idea of a holiday probably. Could do a Rosberg and just talk about himself for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my last episode. I'm going to sling so much shit at you guys. <laughs> do you know what is hilarious? I asked ChatGPT what could make Lakeside Drive better and it basically said, James, you're too verbose. You need to be more concise. <laughs> Dumb it down. Stop talking so much. <laughs> and that's down. AI saying that. Amazing. Well, I yes. said that you were perfect. Well, I, I sent you this thing. It said yeah. basically you were perfect, campy. Middle ground. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, and you're leaving, so there you go. That's jerk. <laughs> what a jerk. Um, yeah, I think the rain is always frustrating, and that's not really anyone's fault, obviously, other than everyone like can't be contributing to global warming. So yeah. I yeah. think he's to blame. Um, yeah, for Spa being rained out most of the time. What about the anthem, mate? A bit Eurovision esque. It was the flyover, though. Good flyover. No, it wasn't. Terrible flyover. They used an MRH-90, which is literally just crashed and killed four people. I don't know what that means. It's a plane. It's an army helicopter. Uh-huh. It's an Airbus Eurocopter thing. And At Taipan least we here got one, crashed. Jim. Yeah, and it but was televised. Saw, and it wasn't very well televised. It was an MRH-90 plus three training aircraft. Like, it wasn't the f 6 I saw some wings on my screen, and yeah, that was I, enough. I wasn't a big fan of it. <laughs> Minus <laughs> one thousand. Carly hates Spa, so... Could be one of the last ones. Spa hates Dominicali too, oh, to be honest. Probably along with a lot of other places. It should well, secede and start its own league. <laughs> just watch that every week. Just spa every weekend. <laughs> I don't hate it. Long enough I might come back. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, what would you give the broadcast the final time out of 10, TT? I didn't really watch a lot of it. That's not surprising to any of the no. listeners. <laughs> really, let's be honest. So let's go four. Four out of ten. Yeah. Can I just say we are constantly getting quoted on uh, the Sky News, uh, the Sky F1 broadcast. Actually, are we? I hear Naomi Sheffy using Jeopardy all the time. Yeah, I feel like I stole it off someone else. It's not like I no, created don't just the team. It, it, yes. <laughs> I've heard consummate at least five oh, times yeah, this oh, week. Yeah. We might have yeah. said it last night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, getting quoted. That's good. Big fans of the well, the producers are big fans of this podcast. Obviously, why obviously. wouldn't you be? That yeah. makes yeah. a lot of sense. sense. Four out of ten. Um, Martin, stop talking to the fans because it just never yeah, ever turns walks. out well. I uh, I don't know. I don't think they should continue that. I know people like it. They like the idea of it, but it flops more often than it works. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I think they need to start talking to famous fresh. people again. Well, just maybe organize it a little bit more. Like just just go, hey, Martin's going to cruise through. Just be be available. Oh, I don't well, know. they do that anyway. I watch producers still, walk around yeah. like prepping people or yeah. people. Anyway, it, it's it's one of those things, isn't it? it? It's funny when it works. It really works. Yeah, and you get someone like. Um, Sam, whatever his last name is, Eurovision person at the British Grand Prix who was so excited to be mm. with Martin and talks a lot of stuff because he knows about Formula One and then Perfect. that like makes a lot of sense. And then you get um, yeah, the other, <laughs> the other interactions, <laughs> which uh, it's just, it's just hard it's just to It's terrible to. television. It is. All right, let's talk about some general news. Uh, we haven't yet spoken to you, TT, about the re- return of Daniel Ricciardo. So let's, Wait, just, let's just talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> is he back? What? Um, yeah, let's let's get your thoughts. Uh, we talked about it beforehand. I think that if it was to come up, do we think he should take it? And we were kind of all, I was definitely in the camp of like, I don't think so, but 
I think the circumstances now are a bit more, this is an opportunity for Daniel to get back to race fitness, prove himself again and like get his skills back to maybe campaign for that top seat. I think that's very much in Red Bull's yeah. mind. I don't think it is like you're here, that's the that's the end of the road. They're very much looking for him to take over. I saw, yep. I saw like a bit of a, a bit more long form thing on social media. I can't remember where it was. Really diving into the disconnect at McLaren and that was really interesting and in how there was a refusal to change anything towards Daniel's style yeah. of driving. Everything was, it is the McLaren way, you change your style to this. As early as race four, five, yeah, six. Yeah, pretty much too, straight away. So he was trying to drive something in another language than his driving mm. style basically for his whole career and he's had to change to arguably a slower way of driving. Uh, if you talk to anyone else, Daniel's style of driving is one of the fastest ways you can drive a car. Yep. So f- for him to have to deal with that and then second guess his skills, his confidence, it makes sense for him to come back and already look really comfortable and set the timing sheets alight with really fast times. Apparently his sim work's incredible. Everyone's very happy with him at Red Bull and yeah. the times he's been posting. He, he hasn't lost a thing. He was in... Just a, a piece bizarre of piece shit. of equipment. And it makes sense for young people like Lando and Oscar to figure that out because they haven't got an established driving style in an F1 car. Whereas Daniel's been there his whole career. He knows what it's like. He knows what it should be like. They've got no reference point. But look at what's happened. Danny Rick's out of the car and then, what, 10 races in and McLaren have finally strapped some downforce in the car, <laughs> which he's been asking for for three years. Yeah. It's like, what on earth? Anyway, mm-hmm. dumb McLaren. Yeah, well, look, it looks good, doesn't it, for, it does. for DR? Yeah. Um, and Perez's continuing lack of performance compared to his teammate, you know, re- regardless, doesn't matter if he's coming second in the championship. Nope. Helmet Marco's favourite thing is to say, well, he's still coming second in the championships. Like, Helmet, you love a change. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we'll find that out sooner rather than later. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it is it is good to see him back in the car. Mm-hmm. And certainly for for us as Aussie fans to have two drivers on the grid together, yeah, twenty thirteen all over again, which is fantastic yep. news. Um, both instances, Dr. in the Toro Rosso slash Alfa yeah, which is <laughs> just restarting, which is odd. <laughs> Start the game again, isn't it? Um, not only are you abandoning us, um, Alpine has abandoned all of its senior leadership. Everybody, everyone is in the bin at Alpine. Um, I'm interested as to when Cyril comes back to lead the team. Oh, you think it's inevitable? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's currently, yeah. I think, working in WRC with Hyundai at the moment. But uh, Bernardo, Bernardo was at the British Grand Prix walking around the place as a guest of Pirelli. He went into the Red Bull um, garage and uh, hospitality unit. The, what I was told is that he's being signed for Audi to be the team principal for mm. 2026. Now there's some chat around, is it Alpine? Maybe someone's got the wrong A team. Um, it's enough. But, but I, I just would love to see Cyril Abedable back in charge of that. Or you could see someone like Alain Prost step up and, mm. and take the role. Campy, what do you think? Well, CEO, Chief Technical Officer, Team Principal, Sporting Director. Had that guy come across from MotoGP after the Suzuki World Championship. He was there for all of two minutes and then bailed. I mean, if you look at this this team over the last five years since oh, – sorry, three years since Cyril, disastrous. And the the Alpine CEO too has been putting public pressure on Otmar, mm. like he did a few weeks uh, when uh, Ocon got that podium. Yep. You know, and then they came out and did that. And then this weekend, Gazza got the podium, albeit in a sprint race. It doesn't really count. But look, the problem is, is just 
the engine's not good enough. We know the chassis's pretty good, but if the engine's not there and what, they're the only team on the grid running that engine at the moment. So, yep. look, that's a shame for them. But, hey, they need to sort – they need to do something. It's the, the timing's interesting to me with these famous people who are they that just invested – Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, they just invested a whole lot of money. I'm not sure that has anything to do with it. I think mm. these guys are probably out the door and the conversations were being had before this weekend. But yeah. shame for Otmar. He was an, he was an excellent team principal at Force India and Racing Point, and mm-hmm. those ones got forced out by Daddy Stroll. Pound for pound, they were the best racing car on the grid racing team. You know, the results they were getting for the money they were spending. Mm. So, look, he's got it in him. I'd like to see Otmar back. Um, it could be a bit like he, he could be a bit like an Eric Boulier in McLaren and just have his day, and then just. Once he got sacked, just move on. You never see him again. But I think we see Otmar back somewhere. Mm. He's too good. He's been in the sport for too long to not have him around. Um, but again, it's Renault. I don't really care. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got Ocon and Gasly driving for them too. It's like, geez. Well, I, the next thing is when do they get rid of Ocon, right? Because when it, do they get rid of Gasly? Ocon's at, at least just arrived. Gasly's just arrived to Ocon the team. Ocon hasn't done anything. Ocon, you know, has had some podiums, sure, by sheer luck more than anything else, not at skill. I just don't think it's a team that is, well, even with Gasly, if you want to put him in the beer tier, which is fine, which he probably is anyway, it, the team doesn't have enough, you know, what, the X factor, to use mm-hmm. a really lame term. <laughs> To take itself to the next level. It doesn't have the Danny Rick anymore. It doesn't have – even Carlos Sainz was doing good things with that car. How are you marketing that team to anyone? No one's – Especially no one that Carlos scheme. I don't mind the Carlos scheme, to be honest, but the oh, car brand, Alpine, is, is just – it's just wrong. They should yeah. never have taken it down that path. Yep. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, changing it from Renault, which is universally known, understood as a French icon. Mm. Yeah. Not that Alpine's not, but it's like very niche. That like red you're and just black. It hard. Oh, sorry, we can that go yellow. And buy a Renault if we want to. We're uh-huh. not buying an Alpine. Not for that money. We're buying something else. <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah, it's just a badge. I don't know. It's a very odd choice. That yellow and black looked great when Danny Rick was there. It looked solid as. Yep. Yeah, it really did. Bring it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I would like to think there's smarter people than me running these organisations. But sometimes when it comes to marketing, mm. they're caught up in a bubble and they have no idea what the people actually want. And Alpine's been one of those. Ex- Experiments that has failed miserably. Mm. I suppose would you have Toyota on the grid or would you have like Lexus on the grid? Toyota. Toyota. 100% because GR. You know, yeah. There's a yeah. racing there's thing. A pedigree. About, I don't understand yeah. Alpine is like the sports car element of Renault, but. It's not AI. really anymore. Now it's just like flashy. But it just never really was ever. Yeah. It's like infinity. Yeah. It's like yeah. seriously. Yeah, that's true. And I've, I saw a couple of Alpines at Goodwood and they're just nothing special. They kind of no. just look like an old um, Lotus. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's like a 2006 Exige is bring what back, I'm looking bring at. Bring the Lotus team. That would be fun. Yeah. Kimmy is that a team principal. Scheme? Timmy is a guess. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy. Timmy has the team principal. Oh, wow. Well. Very good. It's going well, well so far. I'm the well. one with the jet lag. Come on. Bring Kimmy back. Um, Just get him back. Uh, quickly mentioned Jack Doohan had a really good weekend in he Spa did. Campy. He did. Second weekend in a row. He's taken out the feature race, which is good. He got lucky yesterday. Uh, but he got really unlucky in qualifying too just because the team put him out in the wrong place and with a drying track and, and weather. He's actually had a pretty unlucky year. But now two on the trot. I think he's 35, 40-odd points behind in the championship. His next race is at Monza. He won that last year. Mm. So he could be looking at three on the trot and he might bring it home to get a championship. I think he's a bit too far out. He had some really unlucky and poor results early on. But 
Uh, they had a mid-season test of that F2, and since then he's been right on the pace. So there's clearly problems with the car. I still suggest he's probably the number one. He's got the number one spot for a seat in F1. You think so? Still, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There might have been a few questions earlier on in the year, mm-hmm. but um, look, he's since this test, and we know he's got the pace. I mean, look at Melbourne. He got super unlucky in Melbourne with red flags, so he qualified outside of the outside of the top ten, which you need to be to score consistent points in that formula. So, look, he'll be fine. I think we could have three Australians on the grid at some stage if Alpine decide to pull the pull Relax. the pin on uh, either Gasly or Ocon. So, could be good for us. I mean, he is performing. I'm still sceptical on the stock in F2 and F3. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've got anyone coming through that is amazing that sits ahead. You know, is that a bigger issue? Like, where are they going? Are they going well, elsewhere? The problem too is with the category. The category set up in a way that it, it's very even, and to win these things, you need to be consistent right across mm-hmm. the board. If you don't, if you don't qualify on the top ten, you don't get the reverse order in the sprint or the position in the in that mm-hmm. race. So it's really set up to benefit people. But you can claw back points and be it a junior category too, where there is a lot more mistakes. Um, guys get taken out of races when they. Are doing well, and they shouldn't yeah. sometimes just from just being young and inexperienced. And uh, I'm still not sure about the stock. I just don't think we've seen anyone come through that's really performed super well, other than Oscar mm-hmm. in the last you know two or three years. Yeah, I mean we had that awesome period with uh, like you had Verstappen, Signs, George Russell, Leclerc, uh, Albon, Gasly. You know these guys. They came through. The crop was good. The guys that have come through in the last three or four years just haven't haven't done anything in my opinion. Mm. So anyway, I'll carry the Gasly flag Thank for you. you in- that's enough about F two. But it was really good to see. Yeah, it was. It was good. You know, that's he needed some luck and he got it last night. That's right. Yep. And he's really the only driver that's properly associated with a with a Formula One team. Yeah. Yep. That's still in that category. My concern is if he does he's probably not going to get the championship, which is not a bad thing for him because it's probably his time in Formula One probably will be 2025, not next year, just in the way that everything's sort of, you know, there's a lot mm. of taken seats already out there. I'd love for him to just spend the time perfecting his racecraft before he gets into the big big time because... So what happens if he wins the championship? Well, he's in the Oscar Piastri situation. Yeah. He ends up going to Alpine as a full-time reserve driver mm-hmm. again and then waits for Ocon or Gasly to be booted. Because there's no other Renault teams to be able to put a you know a, a driver somewhere else in the lineup, no. um, unless they he, loan him somewhere. Well, yeah, but he <clears> was <throat> part of the Red Bull Junior program. They let him go, so you know mm. it's not going to be Alpha Tauri. So the only other real option, well, two options are Ferrari, which you wouldn't want, and Mercedes, which is kind of almost dead at the moment too. Especially if you think about the Nick DeVries saga that's just happened. So mm. for him, I think it's he probably still isn't quite ready yet. If he gets the opportunity, I'm sure he'll. Do his best, but yeah, yeah, he will get an opportunity. And you got to remember, will. his dad's five-time MotoGP world champion, legend of a dude, legend. Got a boatload of cash behind him. He does yep. private jet stuff. Like he'll get a shot in F1 mm. at some stage, just whether timing and where and when. Yep. Some more news: F1 Academy has become even better for next year. Hopefully, we actually get to see some races. But all ten Formula One teams now will have a driver and car liveried awesome. up. For, for uh-huh. those cars out of the 15, the other five cars and drivers are apparently going to be sponsored by other people around there. Um, sorry, other Rosberg brands probably. and stuff. I'm sure Rosberg will come in. I'm sure uh-huh. Ramco will come in. Yep. And Pirelli and Heineken and all of the <laughs> usual, you know, Qatar Airways, all the usual big brands of Formula One. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's good. You know, good. it's just good. another junior series that, yep. that 
in the same way that watching F2 and F3 is great, hopefully we can watch F1 Academy because if we can watch it live, that'll be a good thing. Um, last thing before we go to our team by team is a bit of silly, silly season chat, a bit of a drop in the Discord, which is really interesting, I thought, is that um, Peroni uh, are going to Ferrari next year as a sponsor and it mm. means that Estrella is out. Now, Estrella went to Ferrari when Signs went to Ferrari. Uh, so maybe there's something whispers. in that about where Australia might be going next might be a thing. We do know that Silly Season is well and truly underway with DR back in the fold of Red Bull um, mm. and whose future is certain. Certainly no one's apart from Max maybe. Max. <laughs> Max can pick where he wants to go. And Lewis. And Lewis if Lu- he wants it. Uh, Lewis can have what he wants really. That's true. Fernando. 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 All right, let's go through our team-by-team team analysis. Start at the back of the grid. We'll talk about sprint and uh, the race as well. Let's let's talk about Haas first. Hulkenberg in the sprint finishing 17th, in the race finishing 16th, K-Mag finishing 14th in the sprint and 13th in the race. Uh, they were, Tommy T, a lot higher than usual mm-hmm. for this season. Not in the points, but still higher than usual. Yeah, again, what's the point, really? Like- <laughs> If you're not going to get points, what's the, what's the point? My biggest thing was, Campy, are you going to take in a photo of the Hulk and use that as inspiration for your next haircut? Oh, true. I haven't very, spoken about too. Very, very highly doubtful. <laughs> I, I wouldn't rule it out. Ricky Bobby or something. <laughs> I think you could pull it off. I think you should pull it off. Thanks, gents, but yeah, I don't know. No, no, and if it doesn't work, then just sling the beanie back on. No one will know. Not sure he ever takes it off. He wouldn't. We'd have to bleach blonde. I think it might be bleach already. That's just something we know. No one's ever seen the top of his head. Uh, mm. I don't Except think there the is. Except guests to the wedding. I don't think there is a top. <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't exist. I feel like it's like a hard-boiled egg and like the shell's been knocked off. <laughs> so he's just put a beanie under cover. Uh, is this exposed brain under there? You me receding hairline. <laughs> Rivals Tommy's twin garage. He's <laughs> got the side of his forehead. <laughs> no, look. Uh, where do we start with Haas? We can compare Haas to the weekend that Ferrari has. When Ferrari's up in front on the grid, they yep. will be in positions that in that correlates 13 to 16 where they've got some pace and they're holding up some drivers and being mm. a pain in the ass. When Ferrari <laughs> is crap, Haas will be right at the rear of the grid yeah. competing with nobody. So, Yeah, it was interesting watching Hulkenberg and DR. DR just could uh, not get past and him. And K-Mag too. And then the last, the, the last three laps, Hulkenberg's tyres just dropped hardcore. And when mm. they went, they went. Yep. And DR was finally able to get past. Yep. But there is something to be said about the Haas on this specific circuit. Yeah. It, yep. it was slippery up straight too. Yeah. Had nothing for them. So mm-hmm. just a shame. But it's just, it can, a continual disappointment, TT, isn't it? This yeah. team, where at the very, very beginning in 2019, we started the podcast, there was some positivity There's about hope. us. And they've just done nothing but let me down this whole time. It's a real reason I was like, leaving. Yeah, this the, <laughs> the on, American team was going to be, I don't know, had the opportunity. We could see it. America was like mm. the next frontier for F1. There was investment. There was opportunity. And they've just squandered it completely. Yeah. They've done nothing. Just throw more cash at it, make it happen, and then you'll reap the rewards. They just haven't put that initial, I don't know, get a real driver, get – Get all the things you need in, in line. Invest in a facility instead of just yeah. hot desking at Ferrari. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Oh, it's the biggest. Like, go all in. 
Yeah. Don't half-ass it. I think we've proved that there's no way you can operate mm. an F1 team outside of the UK slash mm. Italian bubble. No. Mm. You can't do it from a satellite in the States and then try mm-hmm. and have three different places. It has to be in the epicentre of yep. motorsport, which is the UK. Which is why you look at Aston. Yeah. They're the only ones that are leapfrogging from where they were to where they yeah. want to be. You can see their campus, by the way. It looks schmick. Yeah, and you need massive investment uh-huh. in the technologies to move forward. Yeah. You know? I mean, oh, listen to a couple of podcasts. We're talking about guys testing the weight and the flex on front wings with sandbags, mm. whereas Mercedes has a shame where you slot it right into where it needs to yeah. be and it and does all the tests and stuff like yeah. that. So You can't. Fixer up of this. It's no. not just like I'm going to DIY and watch a bit of YouTube on how to run an F1 team. You need some experts. You need some money behind it to do it properly. The thing you can't about compete. The thing no. about Haas is primed for an OEM team to come and do a deal with them where they can set up and they get the investment they need. Ford. Keeping the Haas name. And Jenny probably. You know, and Gene Haas is a smart business guy too. He's, is he? He ain't stupid. Is he? Oh, yeah, boys. sometimes I agree with you. Too, oh, too, like why would you half-ass this, this investment? He's put money in just to lose it. Like put more money in, you probably keep it. Yeah. Do you want to win or not? Mate, if I was that rich and I had money to blow, I'd probably buy a Formula 1 team too. I feel like the money Anything is to stay on the grid it. and have a good – I mean, Gene doesn't even show up. Anymore. Time, so. He just calls it. No, he's fine. <laughs> they'll be right. They're primed. They're I in the box seat. This sport's growing. They get paid to show up every yeah. year. Yes, there's money and investment, but I pretend mm. there's there's got to be an ROI think, at some stage. Yeah, I think that's the issue is the way that they're running it now is like we bought an asset and we'll flip it one day and it'll be worth a lot of money. Right now, I don't think they're getting a return. I wouldn't have thought. No, uh, disappointing to say the least. Uh, on behalf of TT Haas, mm-hmm. you've had this is the fifth season where you've been no good, and uh, we're all upset together. Watch them be amazing next year. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Williams now. They had Alex Albon is just on the next level when it comes to yep. driving this car. Um, Logan Sargent not probably doing enough yet to prove his worth in Formula 1 long term. Uh, 16th in the sprint, 18th in the race. Uh, Albon was 12th in the sprint, 15th in the race. So from that point of view, gentlemen, it's that's not indicative to me, I don't think, Albon's result to where he was this weekend. I mean, tyres, there was not a lot of long running in free practice sessions because we didn't have any before the sprint race, which yep. meant we didn't mm-hmm. understand tyre deg with long runs on high fuel. But the way Albon has been performing the last couple of months, mm-hmm. TT, he absolutely has solidified his place in the sport. I think so. He's one of my favourite drivers on and off, I think. I think he got screwed, to be honest, this weekend with their position of their pit garage because when everyone, came, when everyone dived in to do that first change, yep. the point the commentators made was well made that you then have to wait for everyone to get out of your way. So all yep. this traffic's with banking up. Your pit stop is so much worse. Like you could not get in and out before the swarm. So you were stuffed. That's it wasn't why Max your, stayed out in the sprint, right? That's why Max stayed out. So I think Albon got unfairly hit by that. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. He's been unbelievable. I really like what he's doing. I, I would love to see him get an opportunity elsewhere to really get back into a top car that suits his driving style. Like I think that's one thing that we've noted and Campy won't admit it, but that Red Bull suits specific people and it wasn't his driving style. It wasn't Gasly's. It wasn't Kvyat. It wasn't any of those kind of guys. Unfortunately, it was Daniel's and he he left it. (laughs) The best car he's ever had. (laughs) Idiot. Uh, But I would love to see Albon in a car that suits his driving style that's a bit further up the grid to really see what he could do because I think he's as good as – 
a Perez assigns, like he has that kind of potential to be top team, second driver, competing for wins. He'd be great at Aston Martin, I reckon. I think it's a great call. Look, he's, he's great at Williams. And by yeah. all accounts, mm, I mean, he, that, that team finally is getting itself pushed forward. By all, there was um, some rumours that he would, it was also approached by two other teams um, for this and next season, mm-hmm. and he knocked them back for a multi-year deal with, yeah, wow. with Williams. That was his right. preference. And he's just a good culture guy too. Do you know what's interesting? So at, at Goodwood Festival of Speed, I managed to get into the little uh, warm-up area where they start all the cars and everything, and Seb was in his Williams and Mick Schumacher was um, just sort of milling around, getting ready. Oscar was there getting his McLaren. Uh, and I didn't, not like I just didn't realise that Albon was just standing over here, like to my right-hand side. All Everyone else had like five security guards around them at mm-hmm. all times. Be, Albon's just hanging out with one Williams heritage person, yeah. just having a chat. Yeah. Right. And it was like taking selfies with people and everything else. I didn't. I don't think anyone realised that he was supposed to be there. But yeah. the way that he just was with people yep. is not like I've seen a Formula 1 driver. Same with Oscar. Oscar was just super happy to be there, yeah. happy to take photos with everyone and in the same way that Seb is too now that he's no longer racing, mm. I think. But, um, yeah, Albon I think just has this, you know, charisma that people mm-hmm. are happy to be around him. And I think if he's going to be the lead driver in that Williams car for the next couple of years... Right. It's not a, not a bad thing considering yeah. they've gone from a floor that looks like this quadlock case <laughs> in Monaco, as in Genuinely. there was a little bit of something but not, not really not a lot, lot. Pretty uh, flat. to <laughs> developing something with James Vowles who gives the best debriefs I've ever oh, heard yeah. on a pit wall. Yeah. I think he's going to get in trouble. You're saying too much. Nah. <laughs> Say less. Say less. Uh, nah, he's brilliant. Anyway, Williams, uh, Sergeant. Is an interesting one. I mean, there are still conversations about Mick Schumacher potentially replacing him at the end of this season. Uh, there was a little bit of a glimpse, I think, in the Hungarian Grand Prix weekend of him coming back a little bit and showing a little bit of form. But at the end of the day, if we're, if we're talking about someone like Jack Doohan or even any of the Fittipaldis or, you know, whoever else yep. is around, mm. who's the um, Aston Martin reserve driver, Drogovic, Felipe Drogovic, um, people like them, Probably should be in the frame. The same I just don't know. If way. Sergeant has the upside. I don't know if there is that next level. I think his consistency maybe could improve, but I don't see him like storming through a field or taking an alternate strategy and winning something or getting on a podium. I just can't see that. I don't it's think one, he's got that. It's one thing to have one lap pace, but yeah. what you really need in this sport is racecraft and yeah. race pace. Mm-hmm. That'll, that'll that'll trump everything. And yeah. compared to his teammate, he's got none, mm-hmm. and he's always in the bottom two or three and yeah. 10, 15 seconds. Unless it's retirements. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, Sauber, Alfa Romeo, Bottas, 13th in the sprint, 12th in the race, Joe, 15th and 14th. Man, they had such an incredible weekend in Hungary um, yeah. and Joe ruined everything. <laughs> you ruined Daniel's race, Joe. You're in the bin and you completely yeah, you fucked the start bin? too. So you oh. qualified so far up the grid and then you pissed it off. Anyway, um, that was really Alfa Romeo's only real shot of having a decent result this year on, in a track like Hungary. Uh, come here and get absolutely trounced, which is such a shame. Uh, what did you think of their Minecraft kick livery? Don't care. Don't care? Okay, good. Couldn't What's care. Minecraft? Great. That's really what I was going for. Kevin, you look like you troll YouTube watching Minecraft videos. Oh, please. He plays it. There's no, yeah. there's no videos. That's just how yeah, he spends I'll his time. I play on PS4 probably. PS4. PS4. Uh, You've got a... Super yes, Nintendo at best. <laughs> An Atari, my man. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, yeah, Alfa Romeo, look, it, it is one of those teams. Seidel was on the grid this weekend. We haven't seen him much at all this year. Yep. 
is a team that is just in a waiting area. Do we know if he's good? I can say this now because I'm not coming back. Do we know if Seidel's good? Yes. Is is he the problem at McLaren? Was no. he the problem? No. And then has left and is now going to go poison? We know the problem is at McLaren. Zach Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There goes that interview with Oscar. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sat next to him. He's a lovely person. Edit it out. <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm skeptical. Yeah, I, I'm yet to see like real things, positive change under his watchful eye. And look, do you know what? I just think they've totally given up on the next this season and next season. Put it on ice. Come back. They're waiting for the investment. Which Audi yep. is talking about. You know, they're wanting to up the investment level. ASAP to help start bringing this team before, the front, yeah. which absolutely makes sense. Even though there is yep. regulation changes coming for 2026, but again, this is the you. We unfortunately find this typical set of circumstances where one team dominates, be it Mercedes or Red Bull. You have an interesting midfield pack battle with McLaren and Alpine, mm-hmm. and maybe Ferrari or someone else in on the sort of bottom of the top. Yeah, and then. Sauber and Williams and Haas are always at the back. And we've, yep. even with brand new regulations last year, we have fleshed it out that it is the More same More time thing. in wind tunnels, all the opportunities, all the safety nets and step ladders to climb up and mm. they still can't. Tell that to Red Bull. 12 on the trot. Yeah. 20 with, LR, 21. wind tunnel yeah, time. Yeah, and soon to be more reduced. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't think Williams went into the wind tunnel looking at the bottom of the floor <laughs> in Monaco. <laughs> what do you use a wind tunnel? What's the wind tunnel Wind for? tunnel? Huh? Wind makes you go slow, huh? Yeah, Jos Capito yeah. is like, I don't care, I'm leaving. <laughs> um, it's much like you, TZ. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's sad, though, because I'm sick of talking about these three teams kind of in the same order. The team, though, that is not um, – he's sort of, sort of getting a little bit closer towards the mid-pack is AlphaTauri, thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, Yuki Tsunoda, we're a big fan of him. He finally had a, a pretty good performance getting a point and a championship point, Tommy T, in the race. Yep. He finished 18th in the sprint, though. Ricardo finished 10th in the sprint and yeah. 17th in the race. So uh, He's looking for points, DR. He's pretty close in that George sprint. Russell kind of. Tale of two, right? Like, tale of two races for that mm-hmm. team this weekend. They clearly had the pace. Danny Rick, unfortunately, got his lap deleted in qualifying, yeah. which oh. put him out. So he would have made Q2 and oh. arguably would have had the pace to make Q1. And I think he was close, yeah, yep. for sure. Um, the car, in those conditions, I think he was really on. But tell me a driver that hasn't. Gone off track, sure. track limits this year and had oh. a lap deleted. So that's unfortunate. But he redeemed himself in the sprint, did really well, showed some crack and pace mm-hmm. in the wet, changing conditions. Yuki got it right in qualifying and, you know, had pace yesterday. Danny Rick had the same pace. Mm. Unfortunately for him in his first stint, he got stuck behind K-Mag. That car was clearly slippery down the straight and just didn't have enough to pass him. And then in the second stint, mm. got stuck behind Hulk. We saw Danny Rick make moves on guys like Bottas and Norris. Yep. And then for whatever reason, he's out of sync because he was stuck behind these guys. Yep. He just lost the time. So yep. Danny Rick's race pace was very good. And it would have been great to see what he could do if he jumped the Haas mm. and been able to get up the road and see it's what he could like do. It's a bus, isn't it? Well, because you saw, you saw like a play- caravan on a single track road. <laughs> get out of the way. Horse float. You saw That's the, what it is. Can you call it the horse float for now? Oh, you yeah, saw the pace that Yuki so. had and some of the passes he was making. Like Danny yeah. Rick had the same speed, the same pace, and it's just a shame how it played out. But, yeah, the team's getting better. Yuki, he needed that result. He'd be feeling the pressure. Mm. But Danny Rick still had the upper hand over the, like, in sheer pace, one lap and race pace, Danny Rick still had the upper hand. 
But when you race at the back and you get compromised and you start in poor positions, that is the disadvantage of not having the car underneath you to get past and get held up. So Danny Rick's fine. He's doing everything he needs to do to get mm-hmm. back in that top seat. So. Yeah, uh, two races down. He's got the summer race now to go back to the sim and continue to work out. I mean, yeah. hungry and then Spa, double header. his body will be very sore yeah. after mm. not racing Grand Prix for, for so many months. Uh to have those two tracks to be your first ones back will be very hard, yeah, I think, yeah. on him. Um, but it has to be said, I mean, Yuki, there is an improvement there. The race pace, oh. the, some of the overtakes that he did, his qualifying was really good. Yep. Yep. Um, I think now this is a team for the rest of this season will be looking to get as many championship points as possible. Of course, having only one really for the weekend is, is probably not indicative of the team's pace overall. Yeah. But when there's only... 10 position scoring points and realistically you've got – you should have two Red Bulls, now two McLarens, probably one Aston Martin, two Mercedes and two Ferraris. Mm-hmm. Well, that's 11 yeah. potential cars if yeah. Lance can do it as well. And you had Gasly throw in Alpines yeah. as well. So this is this In is consecutive where he's races show. too. So. Mm. This is where we, he's going to show, I think, the learning. One of the things that I would love to point out too is the, the communication that Daniel has – we heard it with his um, engineer Pierre, who was Pierre Gasly's race engineer at AlphaTauri um, at Hungary. Just the conversations mm, that were mm-hmm. going on. Now, I'm sure this conversation happens with every race engineer and driver. We just don't hear it on the broadcast. Yep. But the way that DR was giving feedback, uh, you know, he's understood. Yeah, that's yeah. his, his trademark uh-huh. word. I think is is just encouraging to see him back into that. That point of view, yeah. it's no longer the worst car on the grid, the AlphaTauri. The upgrades that they've brought have worked. For sure. Um, so yep. it'll be interesting now to see how Daniel can spend some time with the mechanics in the factory mm-hmm. for the next couple of weeks to go, here's how I think it could be better. And just nice for like someone to listen to him instead of like falling on deaf ears at McLaren for so long and then going, yeah, yeah that's really nice and all, but no. Yeah. Uh, Why you would pay someone $20 million a season then after four races go, no, we're not listening to you. Sorry, going, oh, your, right, your opinion's so. not valid here. Yeah. Bloody hell. Uh, let's talk about Alpine very quickly. Um, Gasly had a good result in the sprint, third, 11th in the race though, Ocon ninth and then eighth. Um, as we said, mass clear out, everything must go in terms of leadership of that yeah. team. No announcement as yet of this recording uh, of who's going to replace them. I Genuinely, I just have this feeling that Cyril Abedable is going to be in the picture. At least he's going to be having conversations about coming back. I'd love to see it because I think he was a great team principal. So as do I. The fact that he he was let go because of uh, the Daniel going thing, I don't mm. think is necessarily all that fair. But <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I, let, I, I let Oscar go last year. Well, it got a lot worse, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, got a lot worse. Better the devil you know. But, lost Alonso. But Bernardo oh, is potentially in the frame. Um, mm. Let's also not forget. Uh, Franz Tost is now potentially in the frame too. I know he's nah, retiring, he to retire. <laughs> but he's in the frame. Who else did you get? Who else? Would Gunther. You get? He's already spoken for. Who else is around the air, around Formula One? I'm not it has that. to be a promotion, doesn't it? It has mm. to be someone from another team or Within. something going to be promoted. You know, like your Jonathan like a James Wheatley Bell's situation. Yeah. Like, so Jonathan Wheatley, yeah. sport, sporting director from Red Bull, kind mm. of let's offer you a promotion. I think is the only way that yeah. gets filled if it's not. Bonotto or Cyril. Um, Would Bonotto want it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, can I say, mm. he was so happy to be in the paddock when I saw him. Really? He was just, he was chatting to people. He was shaking hands. He was taking yeah. selfies. I think when you shed the red jacket of absolute weight of the Ferrari board, yeah. you can go back to being 
probably purse. happier, but also great at what you're good at. And yeah. he was a great engineer for a very long time. Worked with yep. Michael Schumacher at, at Ferraris. He's one of his engineer, sorry, engine engineers, yep. power unit engineers, uh-huh. I believe. So he's been in the sport a long time. He understands things. Mm. Um, Relationships, friends, all across the grid. Yeah. Look at look at the opening of Drive to Survive. Little Fiat 500 or Fiat Bambino <laughs> situation yeah. with Gunther. Like uh-huh. that's. It's a know, lot of. A lot of history, yeah. Can't imagine Christian and Toto doing that. No, it'd be great if they could. Yeah. But I think the interesting thing is, like Daniel's six months out of the sport, mm. well, I'm good, I don't want to come back, basically. That was, what, that was the narrative the last year. Now he's like, yeah. oh, I'm happy to be back. Yeah. I just feel like Bernardo was kind of feeling that way mm. um, at the British Grand Prix, yeah. which is interesting. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Back, uh, let's talk about McLaren. Um, Piastri just one of the questions I think from Sky was, Why are you so good? <laughs> Which is well phrased. Great question, Sky, as always. Uh, but second in the sprint, um, mm-hmm. obviously DNF for the race, Norris fifth and then seventh. Uh, Carlos tweeted that Oscar was optimistic going up on the inside. Oh, pull your head in, Carlos. Dear Lord, mate. How, how about you don't lock up your tyres and veer right and then leave no room so that he has to run into a wall, you dickhead. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. Absolutely. I understand for Oscar the door was always going to close, but he totally had a right to be where he was going to be. Absolutely he did. He had that line all the way through and then it was a racing incident. It was no one's fault. It was always bound to happen. But Carlos didn't leave a car's width, clearly. So there you go. I just, I like, just don't say anything, Carlos. Oh, shut up! Everyone just tweet about it. Everyone knows what happened and saw what happened. To X about it is that what we have to say now that he's changed the name of the company? Ugh. Your mate Elon Musk. Um, threads, I'll ask him. Threads, we'll hang out next. Oh, thank you, yeah, thank yeah, you. That's really great. Um, it's unfortunate you're never coming back on the podcast again, so we can't ask. Yeah, you yeah this will be off offline. Offline next week. Offline, TT, if you don't mind. Uh, but. Piastri absolutely Ooh. has made his mark on this sport. We yep. are it, it robbed effectively of a podium at the British Grand Prix, mm. robbed again of podiums at Hungary um, with strategy and now robbed by a Spaniard for uh, <laughs> for a good time. Although, to be honest, oh, the McLaren, the way that it was set up in the dry, was probably not going to have a great time. So yeah. maybe he kind of avoided. Well, something. apparently Lando was having steering issues in the yes. first stint, which is why he yeah. dropped back. That's why his pace came on remarkably after they yeah. fixed it. So Oscar, I still had a bit of hope for him. But, geez, you know what I love about Oscar this weekend? Comes out, first podium, albeit in a sprint race, he's like, yeah, I'm not sure it really counts. I'm like, that's what Amazing. I want to hear. That's what I want to hear he from also, you, Oscar. He sasses. He just lot. he has an understanding of what uh-huh. the sport is, where it is. That's what I, Max was like. Max was like, mm, doesn't matter. Yeah, like, he was just like absolutely next. next. Yeah. Oh, he was stoked with his performance. You know what I love? He's been he's been right there with Lando for the last four or five races, and for whatever reason, just hasn't got over the line. Mm-hmm. Both qualities beat him this weekend in changing conditions. Yep, and you know, beat him by three and a half tenths, which is that's awesome. For a, there is for a baby driver. I don't yeah. think we're at the point yet, uh-huh. but when Oscar, as he continues to improve, there will be a switchover point this is where my this happens every week. And Lando, he's going to be out the door and he's looking for somewhere else. To, yeah, he yeah. he will look at his own career and say, 
a bit like Seb in 2014, moving to Ferrari for 2015 mm-hmm. after Danny Rick. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm looking in the rearview mirror. I've just won four world championships. This guy's going to make me look bad. I am the guy. Why is this young fella coming in and making me look that great mm-hmm. when he had a fairly – where he had the measure of Mark Webber later on in his career. So yeah. he jumped out to save reputation, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I think that Lando will be looking to do the same. When when do you think the time comes? So early on, Lando was getting preference on upgrades, all those kind of things week by week. When do you see that shifting? Because it's clear that like Lando is the number one driver because of experience, because you've got a, a, a rookie. You've got an inexperienced driver. By the end of the year, Oscar will have, I think, in the last three or four races, he'll have beaten him three or four times. On the trot, not just race pace, in qualifying, and then next year we go into it, there's a bit of a reset, Mm -hmm. and Oscar has the year like Lando's had against him Or they start even, and then Oscar pulls away Uh, early, and it goes, well, this is clearly our horse to put all of our effort into. When he's got out to five races in and he's won more than Lando, it's pretty clear who you're back. Yeah, if I'm the top teams, I'm starting to look at Lando, uh, Oscar as a genuine better choice to step up than what oh, Lando is. Like Lando's is. young. He's not as young as Oscar. Oscar is. do. Oscar is the future. Oh, Oscar's great, uh-huh. right? He, and just a lovely dude. Presents well. Oh. Seems like he's a pleasure to deal with on a on a professional level. Like yep. it sounds like he would be very much like Daniel. Spends feedback time with fans. Yeah, not a massive personality like a DR. Can I just say though? There is actually. Is there? Oh, yeah. great. And I will say this what on I want to camera hear. doesn't come across uh-huh. in person. Just a lad. Just a, he's just an Aussie bloke, right? Like DR, DR plays to the camera and yeah. there is a lot going on there. He's a showman. And he's a showman. Yeah. He yeah. is the uh-huh. huge actman of the sport. <laughs> Whereas, you know, where am I going to go with this? Um, Oscar is the, I don't know. Good. That's what I want to hear. Russell Crowe. <laughs> Not even from here. Uh, yeah, but he genuinely like a real character. Right. Very funny, very engaged. When you talk to him, he, he looks at you when you listen, yeah. all that kind of stuff, which I yeah. think is is great. Um, not as cool as Mika Hakkinen, who's a lot cooler. <laughs> Had a great chat with him too. That was the one of the very big pinch me the, moment. The Finns are the coolest people in the world though, mm-hmm. right? But I think as a team, McLaren and, as you say, Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, everyone will be looking at Oscar as the genuine next contender for the Max Verstappen. Yeah. You know, we had Lewis Hamilton, dominant. Max uh-huh. Verstappen, dominant. Oscar is the next dominant. Yep. And everyone was pointing to Leclerc being a contender. Yeah, I don't know anymore. No, I, no, I agree because he's in the same generation as Max. Yep. So yeah. that was always going to be an issue for him. Mm. Top five drivers, sure, mm-hmm. but – the, you know, he's yeah. never going to get into a championship winning car with Ferrari. Yeah. Maybe he goes to Mercedes. Maybe he goes to Red Bull. But mm. in either outcome, if Max Verstappen is still driving the Red Bull that is still designed by Adrian Newey. Yeah. It's kind of like LeBron. Like no one can dominate when LeBron's there because he's just the best there ever was. <laughs> like it's not fair. You're just born in the wrong era. <laughs> Mate, it's your last episode, so I'll give you that. <laughs> I will, I will have, guarantee you, next episode my first comment will be about MJ being the GOAT. There's nothing you can say about it. I'm going to create a little sound bite of you um, just to continue your presence here after you go. But LeBron. Um, <laughs> LeBron. Uh, yeah, I, look, I just, I'm excited for, for Australian and, and, and motorsport. I think this is the, um, the reignition of the love of Formula One. As I said before we started recording, it's a lot easier to love this thing when you're in the time zone of which it is being shown mm. at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a great time to watch F1. Um, 11 o'clock at night, not so much. But for, for us as fans of the sport, 
Oscar coming up, DR still potentially going in, I think is is a great thing. And yeah. I, to be honest, I don't think Oscar's even thinking about the preferences over nah. Lando or whatever else, nah. which, which is scarier for Lando, I yeah, think, yeah. at this point. I'm now. not even trying yet, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's why he's already on our Legends tee, as designed uh-huh. by Tommy T. Yeah. Uh, we went early. We no, did. So. You knew. We knew. You we were knew. the real, mm-hmm. you're the Oracle, Prophet Oracle. Yeah. Uh, Aston Martin, Alonso, DNFing um, in the sprint race due to uh, what? Just dipping his right rear tyre on a he's bit a, of wet curb. He's allowed to make a mistake yeah. like that. Fair enough. Um, a heavy foot. A uh, bit of a conspiracy theory on the Discord too that said uh, he crashed out to make Stroll look better um, <laughs> in the sprint to give him a lemon. Do it for daddy. That's what <laughs> I do to make Campy look better on the podcast. You crash. Yeah. yeah. I do yeah. that often. <laughs> Take on for the team. Good luck to this to... podcast afterwards, Ben. <laughs> I hope you're ready for this, listeners. It's going to get a lot better or a lot worse. <laughs> One or the other. Uh, he fi- finished fifth, though, in the race. It was a return to form of, of um, Aston Martin for him and yep. Stroll finishing the points to in ninth. Uh, which is not where we thought we were going to be with this team. We we did think that McLaren really had stepped it up over the top, though, Tommy T. Mm. It is probably still not great for the rest of the season for these guys. They're a great sort of sprint out of the gate. Yeah. Everyone else is caught up. Yep. Is that because they're moving campuses? Is they just they're worried about moving? Maybe. They're worried about all the other things? In. Can I just point have out? Have you checked it out yet? Stroll. It's, it's opposite the entrance of Silverstone. Uh-huh. So you can't, Jeez, you can't not check it out. Yeah. Like it's, it is, it looks beautiful. I yeah. think from a design point of view, TT, you'd enjoy it. Okay. We'll go there at some mm, point in the future. Fantastic. Stroll hasn't gone up or down. He's just stayed the same all year. It's Alonso's pace has dropped off from what just we've seen. bores me. He's just a boring human being. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What else do you not like about Lance Stroll? Mostly boring. Yeah. I, I, like bro- I like his brother-in-law. <laughs> Like Scotty James. Scotty James. Because <laughs> he goes for the Dons. Right? That was disappointing, wasn't it? Jeez, Collingwood lost, but geez, at least Essendon lost too. <laughs> I'll tell you who didn't lose. The mighty All Blacks, mate. We are looking oh, no primed for a World Cup. I don't this care. Year. Not until the Wallabies are starting we to play. We don't care. This in New Zealand, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the Wallabies are going to start Jones playing. Jones is a dud. <laughs> yes, he is. Dud. Um, well, that's that's where you're actually going to footy chat with Broden Kelly mm-hmm. uh, as part yeah, of the yeah. Western Network from here mm-hmm. to, to mm-hmm. talk about football. Mm-hmm. Um, hilariously, when I did catch up with Italiano and Josh Cruz, who's now the Ferrari social media um, manager, all they want to talk about was football. I was like, guys, have come all the way from <laughs> wrong, wrong guy. <laughs> wrong guy to talk about footy with. Go Adelaide. Uh, <laughs> Which one? I, whoever. I don't care. <laughs> Whichever one is doing better. Port at the moment. Great. Go Port. I'm here for it. It's Radelaide, mate. Does Adelaide have a port? It's very odd. Uh, Mercedes, um, George Russell, eighth, and then sixth, and Hamilton, seventh and fourth. Uh, There is a lot to be said for Mercedes just being there or thereabouts but not ever really pushing themselves forward. TT, do you think we will ever see Lewis Hamilton get this eighth world championship? I'd like to say yes. Okay. I feel like he's going to do a Fernando and he's going to stick around for a while. I, I, he's still hungry. He's clearly still – he's not mailing it in. He's putting in the effort. He's working hard. He's doing all the things. Yeah. I feel like he might have taken his foot off last year just because it was overwhelming and really frustrating and he cruised. But this year, like, he's had much more intent. I like the fact that they had different strategies. Like, you can clearly see they both got to have, have a lot of sway with their engineers and their teams – 
going, I want to try high down force, I want to try low, like they're set up, which is also tough with only one practice session before you've got to make a decision on your your aero package. Really tough. But no, I think I think we will see a Lewis Hamilton with with number eight. Great. Love yeah, that. I, th- I think he'll go deep in a championship and give it a red hot crack I think be at 45, some stage. I think. Genuinely. Yeah, easy. Yeah, he's very fit. He's very committed to his health. I think he's going to do all the things. He's oh. going to do, again, a LeBron and spend millions of dollars on his body every year. <laughs> he just make needs, sure he's in peak performance. Look, he just needs to get in a car. MJ never did that. He was <laughs> broke. He needs <laughs> broke. He broke down. He just broke. That guy was huge. Yeah. LeBron, yeah. the Iron Man, never injured. You've seen <laughs> Space Jam too, mate. That was the shittest movie of all time. The first one was the best. <laughs> There was an original. Was it in? Was it in oh black and white? Oh my god! Was it a cartoon? Oh yeah. Ah, I see. I see. Anyway, <laughs> would you retire LeBron's jersey at the Lakers? Of course. Ah, oh. <laughs> mate, he's won a championship there. Mate, won a championship, mate. The greatest yeah. of all time. Mate, I'm getting, can, I'm getting baited at the moment. I'd retire his jersey at places he hasn't played yet. He's that good. <laughs> Retired at like the Melbourne Stadium. <laughs> the best we've ever seen, you know? Oh, dear Lord. I'll let you have it because it's the last one. <laughs> oh, things I'm going to miss. Uh, Ferrari. Let's talk about Ferrari. <laughs> Carlos Sainz, idiot. Um, <laughs> Charles Leclerc, fifth and then third podium for Charles Leclerc, which is which has been a long time. It feels mm. like for Ferrari to do anything well. Um, Track specific for Ferrari. It feels, this, feels like that. performance. Yeah. They didn't have tyre degradation, therefore the car was good. This track mm-hmm. was very nice, particularly on the soft tyre. It looked like the soft was the optimum race tyre for the whole mm. race. Hence why Ferrari did well on Leclerc. Leclerc had the pace to hold off Leclerc. Hamilton. Leclerc, yeah. Drive Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Drive Leclerc quickly. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like Brad Pitt speaking French in uh, Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> Charles Leclerc. Um, uh, you mean Sonny Evans, thank you. Anyway. Use so, his correct name. Good to go. Good to go for uh, Ferrari. They'll be back down the back next weekend or mm-hmm. after the break. And I think Mercedes, I think Hamilton probably would have beaten Leclerc if he'd had the start, but it's not how it played Do you out. Have some so. thoughts on Ferrari yeah, I'd love on some. those drivers? Yeah. I've given Carlos enough of my life <laughs> and he yet continues to fail. Yeah. Frustrating. Mm. Bit like LeBron. I like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Well played. <laughs> good jab. Well done. About time. Um, no, I feel like we always extend him courtesy and yep. benefit of the doubt and he just continues to just be underwhelming and f- squander opportunity. Well, he hit our boy, so. Yeah, again, again he did that, so He's that's done. not a good. The other LeBron. thing I would say is Leclerc, I don't like his decision-making. Brilliant driver, great over one lap, doesn't have consistency and doesn't have the cool head or like – the thing about Hamilton, he will find ways to put that car in opportune positions. He'll have stints where he yeah. can manage tyres and stints where he's unbelievable, like setting fastest lap after lap after lap. Leclerc doesn't have that. He's one speed, one everything, and can't adapt, can't figure out how the nuances of driving. I don't think he will do better than he currently is. Even with better machinery, I don't think he's I feel, got that ability. I feel like he's got to have all his ducks in order for it to go yeah. right for and him. then you see him when it doesn't go his way and he's useless. He's worse. He's yep. worse than like his teammates. He's worse than half the grid when things aren't all lined up for him and it looks like it's the team stuffing up and sometimes it is, but a lot of the time it's his own doing because he pushes too hard. He doesn't have that ability and 
I don't know. That's why Lewis Hamilton is so incredible. That's why Max is so incredible right. is because they both have that ability when things aren't going their way still to extract the best out of those opportunities no they matter what. uses their head a bit more. Yeah, he just doesn't yeah. have it. He's just like, he, for lack of a better term, he's just dumb and he's like <laughs> a very good driver but he's like <laughs> dumb in the way he drives and the way he manages that car. I just, I can't see him doing better unless it, everything lines up and he gets perfect runs at everything. Yep, I agree. And I think we will start to hear rumours come out of Ferrari where it's no longer about the team and the car and the chassis. Yeah. It's about the drivers. Well, I think we're going to start hearing about signs. I think they'll replace signs this yeah. year going into next. Uh-huh. Don't think they'll pull the pin on Leclerc just yet. I think no. he gets one more year. But if they have Ferrari have another year like they mm-hmm. had this year where they're not competing with Red Bull, race yep. in, race out, and fighting for a championship, Yeah, done. If you put Max in that car – with all the problems that Ferrari throw up and all those things, he's still at the front. I think that guy is that good no matter what. Oh. If he's in like top three or four cars, he's still getting podiums and winning races. We saw it in 1920 Except- when Mercedes was dominant. Uh-huh. Max getting victories oh. and putting it in pl- spots where it didn't have any right yeah. to be. Yeah. Yep. When the car was not. Hambot Ver. Hambot Ver. Hambot Ver. Yeah. Hambot Ver. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd forgotten about the handbot ver. Um, <laughs> I, don't miss it. I don't miss it really. <laughs> I miss Valtteri being able to have a good shot at something. Yeah, um, yeah it's a, it is very interesting because I think at some point there needs to be a whole change of guard mm. and I think you're right. I mean, Carlos Sainz is never going to win a World Drivers' Championship. Uh, Charles is the fastest driver out of two at, at Ferrari. As yep. I mentioned earlier, you know, the fact that Estrella is leaving Ferrari, Peroni is going – um, what does that say? Who knows? But uh, Peroni are currently sponsoring Aston Martin. So, you know, mm. do, does Lando go see read the writing on the wall already and go to Ferrari? Mm-hmm. And, you know, does – because Carlos is being linked with Audi. His dad drives to Audi in Dakar. Yep. So, you know, that sort of vibe, maybe that all kind of starts – I don't know. It's just I'm not – I'm just not sure. I'm yep. not sure that he necessarily deserves to be in that in our top team anymore. Mm. Maybe someone else will have a crack. Not that Ferrari will ever yep. win a drivers' championship ever again. All right, Red Bull, absolute dominance from six on the grid to first, from first on the grid to first. Yep. Uh, the guy Max Verstappen, your Dutchman in arms, the uh-huh. solo Dutchman left. Yep, is just on fire. Yeah, uh, there is literally just nothing else to say. Untouchable. Like he is one of the best we've ever seen. Yeah. And is all of a sudden got this resume like, oh wait, he's he's going on he's got multiple world champions. He's won so many races on the trot. He's just racking yep. up these stats that we were and it's not that it doesn't discount what Lewis is doing, but we were going, Oh, Lewis has won this many races and this many podiums and all these things. You're like, Max is like on his way. He's like halfway there. He's yeah. he's chasing quickly. We haven't seen a domination uh-uh. like this. I mean, this is a one-man sport at the moment. Yeah. And, I mean, what was it, lap 20 he got past Sergio? Yeah. And the way he closed down that two-and-a-half-second yeah. two gap <laughs> in a lap and a half was yeah. like, damn, oh. and then put three <laughs> seconds on him like it was nothing. Yeah. To the point where qualifying for him doesn't matter. He's like, he's nonchalant about like qualifying well. He wants to do well, but, eh, it's fine. I'll, I mean, I'll make it up. What did he put on Checo? 24 seconds. That's a second <laughs> a lap for the remaining 24 laps. Yeah. I mean, this guy is that good. And Checo, I mean, he's doing – he cannot beat Max. No. Straight up in a fair fight. Uh-uh. Max has to start from the back of the grid and he probably still would have won. Yeah. Checo 
doesn't have the race post stint, doesn't have the one post. And I like Checker. I wanted to see him say good, but now Danny, Rack, Danny Rick's back in the fold. Oh, it's mm. all over. It's all over for me. Mm-hmm. Checker's done. Yeah. yeah. And his confidence is Thoughts shot. Danny Rack. Danny, Danny Rack. Rack. Thoughts about Max's communication this week with uh, GP. Yeah. Awesome. Love awesome. I, to be honest, GP just had enough. Oh, he was fed up, wasn't he? He's like, can you shut up? Yeah, I think generally this is how he kind of is. Sorry, Max is always just like this most Chirpy. weekends. GP yeah. is just double header, wants to go on break. He's been driving, you know, flying around the world, doing that kind of stuff for too long. Wants to go back to his family. He's yeah. just had enough of the whinginess. Yeah. He's gone, pull your head in. Yeah, I love it. I was a big fan of it. Yeah, And this is the point where it gets to where it's not just about Max Verstappen. This is about the whole team and uh-huh. the whole organisation and everybody working cohesively. Yeah. I love the fact that Max is like, now nah, oh, let's get a pit sure. stop gap and get that fastest point. That uh-huh. is a guy that's hungry and yeah. ruthless uh-huh. and he's not le- – he did not give Sergio an inch last night. No. He wants – Sergio's <laughs> on the ground, this, this close to being knocked out. Yeah. And Max is like, give me more. I'm going to kill yeah. him. I, I do not want him. I want his confidence absolutely destroyed so that when he goes into <laughs> a next team that he ain't going to perform there either because I've just psychologically absolutely destroyed him in every aspect uh-huh. and I love that. Yeah. That's an MJ attitude right there. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron does not have – He doesn't have that psyche, mate. <laughs> oh, amazing. But I think Max is perfect, but I like – the pushback. It's yeah. not just yeah. it's not just about Max. The team works totally. so hard to yeah. put him in positions to win. Yeah, exactly right. They deserve a, a say as well as much as him. Yeah. Yeah. D- does Red Bull go on to be undefeated this year? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think they something would have to go wrong. We always have one of these races where something happens, like a me- for it to not have a mechanical and lose a race it's all year. To go is mechanical is like. Whoa, that's hard. That's massive. No, yeah. it's not going to happen. It's just Red Bull. Max is going to win the rest of the season. What? It's going to oh, have a whitewash. He's already winning the Drivers' Championship and the Constructors' Championship by himself, himself anyway. <laughs> oh, no. So it doesn't matter. He is already – why would the FIA haven't Does he need a teammate? The that's the next question. Does he even need a teammate? Yeah. Oh, how good would that be? The Max is <laughs> Let me do it by myself. Car, one, one car, one the whole garage three. focused on me. Yep. Mate, yeah. I'd be here for it. Interesting. Could you put all of the budget still towards just putting one car out there and spend more money? Ooh. Well, there must be some kind of rules to yeah, say you have you to run. Two. Wait, just run a second car and put Logan Sarge in it and just like have it run around the back wait, and just run an F2 car. Why took Danny Rick's back in that car next year and like we have a season like 16 and 17 where Danny Ooh. Rick just beats Max straight up. Just not sure that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's going to happen imagine either, if, right? Imagine if it does though. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's the vibe. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's our team-by-team team analysis done and dusted. Let's just get a quick temperature check on season so far. We're not doing a mid-season review. Um, Freya's got some really awesome content for you listeners for the next couple of weeks in the summer break. We're going to IndyCar um, and we're going to interview some indie people and we're going to understand what IndyCar is and give you a little bit of a lesson in that, including me. I'm very excited to listen to that sort of stuff. But let's get a temperature check, Campy. I don't want to ask you, TT, because I know. <laughs> <You're> like, Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've enjoyed it. I'm not over Max winning. I like to see it. Danny Rick's back, so that's a big tick. I think we predicted he'd be back by halfway through the season at the end of last year anyway. So, oh, awesome. It's been good for me. I, I love it. I mean, there's parts of the sport that clearly piss me off and annoy me, but that's all right. Do you have any thoughts? Not really. It's nah. tough, tough to watch in Australia, is I think oh, everyone just, would agree. Yeah, especially when you're running as many things as you do. Just yeah, juggling. 
Yeah. Dude, you need to start Spin your own and business plates. and work that hard for yourself and <laughs> somebody else. One day. That's true. Uh, all right, let's talk. Uh, well, let's go through now our fantasy team name competition. Fantasy. 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 So I am currently uh, 23rd overall. You're sixth. Oh, slipping. You're 52nd. I, I haven't changed it Loser. since. I did. I, just, I removed Aston Martin and all of did the you? Aston Martins and put McLaren and all the McLarens in. So that's <laughs> not gone well. Um, for the race weekend, I was uh, 50th. You were 41st and you were 13th. See? No, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. Back. I had Pouring my, back. Mate, I'm done. I don't need to change it and I won't change it for the rest of the year. Say that. I don't have time for this stuff. <laughs> yeah. As long as I'm beating Jim, I don't care. The only thing stitching me up is like not – I don't have to change it. I just need to do the mega drivers and all the bonus things that yep. are holding me back. You still have time to win your own merchandise. You're, uh, too, you're yeah. too far back anyway, Tommy. A bit like LeBron. It's done. Give up. It's all over. <laughs> I knew this that was, was going to – That was weak. That was weak. That was weak. Uh, here are some that. of the names that I found in, uh, in the competition. Uh, the Spirit of Cricket – uh, King of high fives. <laughs> He's back, motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> that hit the spot. Oh, gets, that's the best. Gets better. Nick departs. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Well done. DR3 Spa Day. Penalties GP. Danny Rick's crosshairs. DR Bias back in town. The Hunter, Honey <laughs> Honey Bajarian Grand Prix. <laughs> Another broken trophy. Spa, not just a bath. McLaren is out of the bin. DR oh, dreams come true, but dreams spelled DR three A M S. Very good. Uh, lights out. Danny Ricardo. Uh, the B shafts, which is just a great Simpsons reference. <laughs> and Shoeys at my place. Uh, very very good. The top three: the Belgian Grand Prix. It's the vibe of it. And first, it's three hundred fifty three points. Kachow, said McQueen in second, three hundred thirty three points. And Gunther's bunch of wankers. Uh, in third, 324. <laughs> Leading, though, Kerr Stone on 3,673. Um, second, I'm not going to read that name out, 3,655. And third, he's back, motherfuckers, 3,639. <laughs> yeah, um, good for you. Uh, all right. Well, that's our fantasy team name competition done. It's now time for our Discord comments of the week. And now it's time for the Discord comment of the week. And they're all about you. Oh, well, here we go, Tommy. Tommy. Tommy oh, we're going to get emotional. The great thing is, is I could sa- I could tag everyone in Discord, knowing full well you wouldn't see that. Yes, yeah, so true. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah. As I thought on Instagram, maybe you would see. Have it. We got the love song dedication coming on now. Uh, would you like to be Richard Mercer for us? <laughs> Who's best? That. Your best love song dedication thing? What's or love song Cameron dedication? Shadow. Yeah, Come on, mate. You've pretty listened, young. You've listened young. to like Stop mix it. FM right. at like two yeah. in the morning. Pretty so young. in Discord, <laughs> I, I asked if uh, anyone had some goodbye messages for Tommy T. Um, Lisa Rue started. I'm pretty sure this is just AI. Um, she says straight from the heart in brackets. I definitely wrote this. So ChatGPT says, "I hope life treats you kind, and I hope you have all you've dreamed of. And I'm wishing you joy and happiness. But above all this, I wish you love." Amazing. Um, Steen says, "So no, not much is changing." <laughs> <laughs> Brutal, love it. 
I expect uh, nothing less. Rosso says, Tommy T, I wish you all the very best on future endeavours. You'll be missed by many listeners and no doubt James and Campy more so. Unlikely. Thanks for the laughs to date. <laughs> CB says, sorry to read that Tommy is leaving. Thoroughly enjoyed your banter with all of us over the years. All the best, Tommy. Cargon Diaz says, oh man, his dulcet tones, broadcast reviews and overall contributions will be missed dearly. Oh. Nobby's man says, say it's not so. How am I going to cope without the Tommy T broadcast review? <laughs> all the best, Tommy T. It's been a pleasure listening to you. Dread Girl says, we'll miss your insights and broadcast reviews, Tommy T. Best of luck with your future endeavours. Sad face. Tina G says, all the best, Tommy T. We will miss your broadcast review. There is a thing. Yeah. Broadcast reviews, even uh-huh. though you had it and haven't done it all year. Everyone's going to miss like it. I just like slinging shit. That was the thing. It was just an opportunity to sling it consistently. <laughs> we just, then, then we made a jingle. Yeah, yeah. She says, uh, and your little jingle will still play in my head every episode. It's okay, Tina. Go. It'll play Sticking out loud because uh, it's not going anywhere. Disco Stew says, all the best, Tommy T. As DR has proven, can always look to come back. Oh. Yeah. But all the best for future activities. A big ham. Tommy T's television broadcast reviews was the highlight of every race review. Even though I pay for F1 TV, I like to watch these idiots on Sky just so I could listen to Tommy <laughs> T's review and be in the know. George says, Tommy T, you've been an amazing part of the pod. We'll miss you and your insights. Tilly Willie 13 says, that's a bummer for us, but I trust it is the best thing for him. Thanks to the TV reviews, the thoughts and reactions, and for being able to drag both Campy and James back to something approximating the sensible centre. <laughs> That's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> oh, no. The Get ready is for the lurch. <laughs> Get ready for the lurch. Um, Hillary says, Tommy T, I'm sad you're leaving the pod, but instead of roasting Sky's TV coverage or the helicam, I know you'll be roasting some amazing beans. Mm. And where to find Mel says, thanks and best wishes, Tommy T. Full respect to you. You consummate professional. Yes. Working a side gig Damn. alongside a full-time gig is never easy. I thoroughly enjoyed and will miss your contributions. Go well. And that that's it for that. And that's thank great. you for, thank for you. leaving those. Um, um, I'll give you a different login so you can read them at any time you would like in the future. Oh, so sweet. Um, and this is from Freya. I can't play this. We don't have headphones on, which is James is good at technology. So I'm going to play it on my phone. This will be fun if it works. Here we go. Oh, oh yeah. Here we go. Awesome. Amazing. No copyright intended, by the way, if anyone wants. Yes. <laughs> wow. Purposes. Very talented, uh, Freya. Thanks, Freya. That's very Thank good. you so much. Um, the, I thought you said I was going to hate Freya. Love the, my friendship. That's amazing. Love the F minor, C, G, A minor chords progression Whoa. there. That was very good. What does that mean? <laughs> 
He hasn't played an instrument for years. Come on, don't do that to him. I don't know how to read music anyway. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Freya. That was that's very impressive. That was amazing. Um, it really the reason why I said question friendship is there was no question now. There's a lot of effort being oh, put into that goodbye. The friendship was stronger than ever. Do you reckon, you reckon Freya would do that for me and you, Jim? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine what yours would be. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, in many reviews, basically, it's either. Uh, Campy's an idiot. James is an arrogant idiot. Uh, <laughs> but it's always Tommy T is the best. So yeah. There, yeah. Go, there goes the lifeline to anyone who actually wants to have any positivity about this podcast. Uh, look, it's been a lengthy episode. Mate. A massive thank you to you for listening. Uh, look, if you've enjoyed it, as I said, we're not going anywhere. Uh, we've got some really cool content coming up for you in the form of IndyCar. We've got an IndyCar 101 episode coming up to tell you all about how to follow that series through the summer break of racing. Um, you can also support the show by becoming a patron on our Patreon. Uh, the link for that is in the description below. You can also find Tommy T's socials if you want to follow his journey. He doesn't post anything, but if you want to follow <laughs> his journey from potentially post one thing every month um, mm-hmm. in his stories, Love you that. can go and follow him too. But uh, TT, why don't you take us out to your final out. episode of Lakeside mm. Drive? Yeah. I'd like to thank everyone. It's been fun. I've had a lot of fun uh, and I wish everyone the best with the podcast. You both work very hard and put a lot of effort into this. There's been many opportunities that we've been close and haven't quite come off or, but five years of doing this without any kind of financial reward, it's just because we liked hanging out, we liked Formula One and we loved the community that have somehow gathered around us three idiots and now Freya and it's... Yeah, it's incredible to think that people around the world have been listening to stupid things I say, very uninformed opinions about Formula One, but somehow like it. So I'm very appreciative for that. And it is odd, like to have met a few of you at events and things that we've we've managed to meet is the weirdest feeling because you know who I am and I have no concept of who you are yet. (laughs) And you feel like you know me. It's wonderful, but also weird. Um, But no, very, very thankful and... We'll still be a fan of the pod and still friends with both of you and we'll see you all the time and yeah. be checking in and maybe I'll just give you some comments to throw on my behalf into the pods every now and then, some opinions from from beyond. We'll but probably record from your factory so you can stop by and say yeah, hello to. You. Yeah, you got, you got keys now. You'll just turn up and do what you want. Uh, but, yes, thank you very much to everyone and uh, wish the podcast all the best and I hope to see it achieve great things. Play a double bass and it looks like a normal size instrument. (laughs) (laughs) Check out the hands. It just looks like it's supposed to. You're holding a ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) Get a helicopter license or something, mate. Oh, yeah, there you go. What could possibly go wrong with camping a helicopter? They nearly let you drive a helicopter, didn't they? No. I've done my tutorials. Have you? For your PPL, though, not for a helicopter. No, no, just for plane. Though. Yeah, yeah. Heli's different. Campy <clears throat> flying a light aircraft. <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, it's if no, you imagine if you imagine being like in a Formula One car with the with the shoulder <laughs> brace on. Him getting into the Cessna 150 <laughs> is like that, but without being able to remove the shoulder brace. <laughs> you got. <laughs> You wouldn't be able to have a co-pilot. Mate, I remember. You're so broad. You're so broad. Oh, mate. You're just Throw it a, out. 
I remember the car was like, right, we're going to stall the plane. And I'm like, yeah. You fucking high. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.